Welcome back to Gene and Roger Talk Movies. Thanks for tuning in today. We are talking about Megan, and we're going to jump right in. It's currently playing at the theaters. So right. clearly, spoiler warning, because we're going to dissect this one. Gene, initial thoughts on Megan. Well, you use the word dissect. I don't, don't really know if we're really going to dissect this movie. It's just as much just say how much I hated this nonsense. You know, it's just like, I just, dear Lord. You know, first I'm going to start with Rotten Tomatoes. You know, my, my kids, it's like, yeah, it got a great Rotten Tomato score. And I think I'm done with those guys. I'm done. It's over. <laughs> they have lost credibility with me because this movie is just, it's just, there's so many things where it's just, it just doesn't work. I don't know. I just have to confess, though. I didn't really enter the movie with a with the right frame of mind because I entered the went to the movie theater. I like to get a hot dog, so I picked one out. You know, small popcorn, Coke. I'm good to go, right? Then I'm in the movie theater. I open up the box and do. It's not my hot dog. I wanted a hot dog. Instead, there was a box of pretzels. So it's like what? Already, I was kind of mad. So I'm mad. The movie's starting, and I'm mad already. But then it looks like the movie starts, ready to go. It's like, okay, Rotten Tomatoes, this, I'm looking forward to this thing. Yeah, but no, no, no. I just can't stand it when people don't act like people. They just like the people, like they're, they're in a car, the little girl with the parents in the car, the parents don't know how to drive in the snow. You know, there's a car accident, and it's just like the movie just takes forever to get going. And it's just like, come on, people. It's like. We brought up this point before, Roger. I think that's a big point of view. Movies really should be around 87, 90 minutes. And this is one movie that really could have done a lot of cutting. But all of that, put it aside. But overall, I think this movie commits some major sins that I really don't <laughs> like. It's like one, I think for to be, have to be a successful horror movie, you've got to have likable characters. You've got to be buying in. You've got to, there's got to be some character that you that you like and you want them to survive. But no, this movie is just full of unlikable characters. They're all like, they're in a way all despicable. Like they're, they treat each other terribly. They're, they've all got these major pathologies. Again, it takes too long to develop. You know, the characters are unrealistic. You know, it just, it just doesn't work <laughs> for me on any level. It's just like, I'm done. Megan is, no, no, no. I. I think we're going to maybe start a series on dolls, the doll movies. <laughs> we can. <laughs> yeah, so let's just go to Chucky. You know, I know that. And it, it's a horror movies are supposed to be scary, right? This movie, it's no level was it even scary at all. You know? I, so here's the funny part. I'm sorry. Here's the funny part. I love this movie. No! <laughs> I, I totally How? do. I totally do. I, Where do you find things to like? So here's what I do like. <laughs> um, one, I do like the design of the Megan oh, character, and I actually yeah. wanted Megan to win, which is not usually the way you want your horror movie villains to, to go. But what I really liked about it was the commentary on the raising of children and how technology has invaded that. I loved how the entire the entire point of this Megan doll is to make it as lifelike as possible. It's right. It is um, 
connected directly to the kid that it's assigned to, right? The kid has to touch this certain part of the doll. They, 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 and they, they like, pair. They pair, they right? They pair. And so there's even an ad that they run where it's Bluetooth basically, device. where it's right, where it's basically saying, hey, parents, you don't have time for your kids because you're all tied up in your own little world of wanting to do this, that, or the next thing. Hey, here's this Megan doll to just take care of everything for everything. you, yeah, right? Yeah, and that to me was the important piece of this film where we right now are relying heavily on technology to babysit our children. And sure. this is the ultimate expansion of that where not only do we have this Megan character who maybe ultimately is not the best role model for this child, raising your child. Right. Um, and it's just, it's a really good commentary on that. And I also liked how the Gemma character. So Gemma is this character who creates these kind of toys, these interactive yeah, toys. Yeah, she's a brilliant person, brilliant scientist at this uh, ridiculous toy company. Right, and the toy company is a little nefarious because they, she has created this thing where you can kind of hear children's discussions. So it's eavesdropping the little the little pets that she had created had that device where right. they could eavesdrop on what the kids were saying and all this well, kind of so they could cognitively learn you right know, you know, like but that. it's intruding so it, it enhances know, their ai ability in, right yet again another example of intruding into our own lives but um it also sets her up as somebody who's just inundated with technology when she has to take over that little girl her niece because the parents died she doesn't know how to interact with that no, person on a, on a she's human a level. Hard-driven scientist mm -hmm. who's she's has a house, you know, and she's devoted to her job. And she yep. clearly is super talented. She leads her design division at this toy place, is led by this Elon Musk like <laughs> Musk like guy character <laughs> times ten mm -hmm. negative. But yeah, so. But yeah, the movie had definitely touches on. I, I thought about that a lot. It's just like, um, I think it touches on the theme of like, um, not. I, I would I would qualify it, Roger, in a little bit. I think um, when you're a parent and you have your own kids, you know, you're 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 all in. You know, you watch these kids get born. You're, you know, it's like, you know, you're 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 there. You know, you, you can do it. But then it's like, what happens if those kids become orphans? You know, like their kids, their parents die, and like their parents are the ones that are devoted to them. But all of a sudden, those two in adults are, are gone. You know, because I've thought about that. It's like, I think this is it's a, maybe, Roger, we could take your point and really spotlight that on, on, on the world. How, do, how does our world treat orphans? Like people in um, even kids who maybe their parents are alive, but you know their parents can't take care of them. You know, there's a, a lot of people in the foster care system, you know, in 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 the United States. And I would say that overall, you know, our country does a horrible job of taking care of orphans. You know, people who don't have little um, children who don't have parents to take care of them, because nationwide, you know. Um, OCS systems, Office of Children's Systems, are chronically underfunded in virtually every, every state. Every state is almost horror stories of what's going on in their foster care systems. You know, oftentimes foster care youth, they come out of, they graduate, age out of their systems, and they're not well-adjusted at all. 
you know, so it's like a this movie I think make makes kind of a point on that. It's like who's there to take care of kids when you know their parents are gone. So that's kind of my takeaway. Mm-hmm. You know, but it doesn't it's it's definitely a it's a topic I think that United States should focus on more. You know, we could save a lot of pain and have these kids fulfill their potential. But it doesn't take away from the movie that the movie just <laughs> And again, I love this movie. Bad. <laughs> it's just a bad movie. But I also think, Gina, and I do want to point out at the end, one of the things I really love too, because we've been talking about how um, this Megan is a substitute from actually raising the children. Yeah. Yep. Did you catch the part near the end when Megan was lamenting that Gemma has now pulled away from Megan? Hey, we used to spend, we used to be up until four in the morning trying to figure out my protocol and all that, and now you've pulled away from that, and you're, you, you can't raise me anymore. I loved that, where even the technology itself is saying, you're not babysitting me properly, you're not raising me properly. And I looked at this whole undertone of this film of, yeah, we cannot handle the technology we've created, right? Look at social media and how um, we cannot handle that, right? I, no, there are people no. that legitimately believe the earth is flat because some <laughs> random thing on, on social media, right? Right, right, right. And right. so we've, we've demonstrated that, and this movie is really subtle on all that stuff where we're having difficulty raising our children. Oh, here's the solution. It's this technology. Right. But also, you better babysit that technology because I loved the scene when Megan got took away from the little girl, and then she she's freaked freaked out. completely out. She was not being socially adjusted properly by this doll and no. did not know how to respond to that, and also not able to respond to the you know understand her feelings over the death of her parents, and so I think the movies. Um, you know, and it maybe is because Gene did not get his hot dog and got pretzels instead. Maybe. That just but. set me off. <laughs> just a little, you know how something like just kind of like, you know, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't make you mad, but it's just like, yeah. Right. But you I, know, we've all been there, you know, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. But I did, ex- you know, I did going in, I expected, oh, it's going to be another child's play type movie or something like that. And I just felt there was themes in here that were a lot deeper. And even like Gemma at the beginning because she clearly does not want to be this girl's mommy. No, um, no. Somebody's got to take care of this kid. And when you walk into her apartment for, or her house for the first time with the little girl that she's brought home from the hospital, that little uh, Alexa thing, it's not an Alexa, but the right. Alexa-like home. home thing. It's like, oh, yeah. you have 10 unread messages. Oh, and you also have five Tinder messages as well. So she's not even looking for anything other than no. outside her own driven career thing. Of course not. And I just like that where, hey, here's this Megan thing that I created. That can cover all this stuff that this kid's going to need for me while I can focus on my own little life right. and not raise this child. Yeah, her hard-driven job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just um, yeah, the Gemma character I think is probably the the major flaw of this movie because she's supposed to be this super smart, hard driven woman, and yet she can't fix a hole in her fence. You know, she <laughs> seemingly can't talk and have a normal conversation with her her Karen like neighbor. Mm-hmm. You know, just go over there and talk to the woman. You know, and so it's just yeah, and that she seemingly she can't control her team. She's got a design team. You know, where there's this one guy, he's totally worthless. I mean, can he even go get coffee? Right. You know, it's just, yeah, it's just not, 
Yeah, it just doesn't work. For so me. yeah, and it's it's just it's, one of these deals where Gene doesn't like this movie. I really do like it, and uh, but, well, yeah, like but it's to me it wasn't scary. Like in no point did I. Well, first of all, I didn't like Gemma, and then because she is just egotistical, mm-hmm. selfish person, very self-centered. Yeah. yeah, and then the the youth does. I didn't write down notes, but what is her name though? The I don't youth? know the kids. Yeah, name. it's me. What the Gene, kid's name? Me. I didn't write it down. But the kids, even the kid is just not, you know, like, it just doesn't, the kid doesn't show anything that you're, you know, she's gone through some terrible circumstances, of course, gone through some some things people shouldn't go through. But, yeah, you just kind of don't feel for her. I actually really liked the kid because really? her not. performance, that actress's performance, I thought was a realistic portrayal of a, of a kid whose entire, because this kid, I'm assuming, had an expectation of kind of how her life with her parents was going to go, right? It, I'm going to turn 18 or 19, and I'm going to go to college, and mom and dad will always be there. Suddenly, they're not there anymore. Now you have to be with this person that sure. you don't really know that well. You're in a house that's not yours. Uh, Gemma has these collectible toys on the shelf that, oh, don't touch those, right, and all this craziness. And so her behaviors throughout the film I could really relate to as far as yeah, she's got some trauma that's not being addressed, and now we're putting this android Megan character in there to help her through that, but it's not actually addressing the problem. It's all no, it's all. all Band-Aid stuff on there, and it's not until Gemma actually says to the, and has a real conversation for the first time in the movie with that little girl about the loss that that kid starts to turn the corner about that loss and realizes that, you know, maybe this toy megan is not the one that i should be listening to and and being with it's really an actual human being i like the fact that the kid had been homeschooled by her her deceased parents yeah right and so she was not being socialized properly anyway uh based on what you you see there and then it was like here's homeschool I've got to inject that okay. because homeschool kids can be very well socialized for sure. And I agree and with that. The whole thing that you got to just go to school to be socialized, well, you want other kids to socialize. I don't know if I really buy into that. But anyway, well, it's another topic. But I agree with what you said there. But you and I both have seen kids that their entire academic career was only homeschooled and they right. are dramatically sure. lacking in that, social skills. Sure, that can happen. You but know. then you can have go to kids who go to regular schools and they're – Lacking in right, of course. as well. We've all seen those. Kids. But I, what I'm what I'm getting at ultimately is, I think this kid had not been had been kind of protected more than maybe you should protect your child and sure, and sure. and and, so, and things like that. Because even when Gemma says, "Hey, I got to do this stuff for my job. Here's a here's an iPad. Knock yourself out." The kid was like, "Well, when do I have to turn it off? What's my screen time allotment and all this stuff?" Sure, so the parents had really to. been controlling a lot of stuff in this kid's life. And now she's in this environment where not any everything's kind of out of control for her. Her parents are dead, and again, just getting hooked up with Megan. Then, and there are some. Gene uh, is right. There's nothing overly horrifying about this film. It's not scary unless you're automatically creeped out by doll type movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan's design is great because it looks as close to human as you can, but it has that not quite human so right. that can be exactly. a little off-putting and then of course when she starts killing people um that's the awesome part i love that. the movie <laughs> would have redeemed itself 
I mean, it's it's a horror movie, right? Mm -hmm. Horror, right? Yeah, so let's just see some horror, you know, like um, Megan kills the neighbor. But do it in like a, I'm sorry, but it's a horror movie. Just do it in like a horrific way. Mm -hmm. You know, she sprays some chemicals on her. It's like, I'm going, oh, what? Well, and of course, you know, we're a PG-13, so it can't get too gory. Either. Oh, that's what the rating? Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. that's probably why, but yeah. oh, my gosh. Well, then in that case, you know, um, if you're going to just have like a, like a drama, then, then why you call it horror? You should have gone harder into the, making it into a, like a harder drama, which I think this movie really could have worked well if you just kind of forget the horror elements and you just kind of go in telling a drama that brings out these stories of parenthood. And then I think this movie could have been very successful and probably even better at the box office even because it would have, you know, the very realistic doll. And mm -hmm. because that's how our technology is going too, right? You know, imagine our world, you know, 2023, you know, what's, 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 what's going to be on the store shelves in just seven years? Yeah. You know, will something like Megan be possible? You know, it's, yeah. I'm probably. pretty sure it's Megan coming. will yeah. be possible at some point. Yeah, I, I would here. probably realistically no. say within our lifetimes is something like Megan says it's coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so... But it's just funny because Gene is saying the movie could have gone in a different direction and been more of a drama. I actually think this is a really fun movie. Again, I'm the guy who likes it. I did like kind of the the more uh, fun tone, the fact that they start this film with just this really wa wacky uh, commercial for this this pet toy thing, and, and they have just the scenes with trying to market the Megan doll and all that. And so it's it's a light horror film for sure. It's not anything that's yeah, going to be overly the word horror. upsetting. Well, there there is horror elements. She is Yeah, I guess if you're killing, 11, you know, if you're 11, going you're on a killing spree. Girl, yeah, you're scared. But I just I watched it twice and really really enjoyed <laughs> this film. And again, the only negative for me oh, is, you know, I, I wanted why? I wanted Megan to win. Right, and so I didn't want Megan to lose this this movie. <laughs> okay, Roger. All right. Um, well, I don't I don't even know what to say anymore. But um, yeah, and another thing I like this is just it's just kind of like sometimes movies you can tell that they're just well crafted, they're well put together. You know, the cinematography, the writing. You know, just all you can tell they they thought about it. It's, yeah. Mm -hmm. But here it's like I've really had problems with a lot of their verbiage, the writers. Like they kept referring to this toy company. They kept referring to what they make as toys. Like the Megan doll is a $10,000 toy. I, th I think that's just, it's just not correct to refer to something like that as a, as a toy. We've gone way beyond that. A toy is something that's small and kind of like a Barbie doll in a way. It's it can help you. It's fine, but it's really kind of ultimately it's kind of insignificant. But this we're getting away from toys, so a much better word choice would have been, you know, for me. Little things like that can kind of really make me start doubting a movie, and you just start losing it. You, you like that suspension of disbelief that all movies have to have that for them to be successful. You just start seeing it, and the universe that they're trying to make just, just unravels, and you're just kind of not buying into it, and then so you get to the point where you're just like, whatever. 
Yeah, and again, I was happy to be on that thrill ride <laughs> of, of this movie. Um, I don't, oh, you know, right. and Gene says it took a really long time to get going. I actually disagree with that as well. Oh. Um, this movie moved oh, right along, and I do agree. Did 80, we watch the same movie? Uh, well, maybe you didn't. Maybe you watched some maybe. other films. <laughs> the the director's cut that's way longer, Gosh. but you know, it is a hundred minutes long, um, and and eighty two minutes is that sweet spot for these. And of course, are there things that could have been cut out of here? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it flows along really nicely as far as I'm concerned. And I, I highly recommend this film, actually. No, <laughs> don't listen to Roger on this one. Just stay away from this thing as far as you can. Now, if you want to watch Megan, no, just, just go home. Go to Apple TV, rent Bride of Chucky, oh, yeah, which okay. we'll review next week. And we'll have glowing <laughs> things to say about Bride of Chucky or even the first Chucky movie. Oh my gosh. So are you so saying next week is Bride of Chucky? Well, what do, you want? do you want to do Bride of Chucky, which is Chucky 3? Or do you want to do this, this oh, Chucky? Oh, the Bride I, of Chucky is the fourth one. No way, I thought it was yeah, the three. No, oh, no, all right, so four. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I never saw the first one. The, well, the, Chucky, the, the first, first Chucky. one is a legitimate attempt at being a horror film. Bride of Chucky is... It is, yeah. It is, yeah, is different. Pretty, yeah. But, uh, well, why, why don't we do Chucky? We'll do like... And a real, real attempt at horror. We got to fit in people under the stairs. Our friend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we'll do people under the stairs. Layton is going to join us on that. And we have a guest. So that'll right. be the next one we do, and then maybe we'll fit in. Well, we're still trying to fit in Skinnamarink. We did see it, um, oh and we're waiting Lord. to we're waiting to figure out uh, scheduling with uh, uh, Scott Eggleston to see if he can do that. Yeah, yeah. He so, joined us for Bad Bones. Yeah, and so we'll definitely do people under the stairs next. And then it may be Bride of Chucky. It may be Skinnamarink. Skinnamarink. Hopefully those, it'll those be will basically um, be in there. Yeah, hopefully it'll be um, Chucky. <laughs> but yeah, again, Skinnamarink. Uh, well, yeah, we'll talk yeah, about that when we get to movies it. Movies that really only like ten people in the United States like. I enjoyed it thoroughly again. <laughs> so you love it, including um, Roger. But this is one of the few times Gene and I uh, really disagree on this. One. Really? Uh, no, don't see this movie. Uh, you please. absolutely should see it. I'm using the word It's please. a lot of fun. And uh, I actually am looking forward to any sequel they might do with this exact same no. doll. No. <laughs> All right, Gene, anything final to say about No, we Megan? just have to end this episode. I'm <laughs> okay. done. We will catch you the next time with People Under the Stairs. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.